the Comedy Crossword Podcast. Hey, welcome to One Down, the Comedy Crossword Podcast. I'm Brendan Ayer, joined... Whoa, 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 whoa. That's how you're going to start off the podcast? Yeah, that's how we do it, Greg. Yeah, that's how we did it until last week when we probably should have learned something from a an artist that has billions of hits on YouTube and uh, an album that went 17 times platinum. That's not how you start things off. Oh, you're you're talking of, of course about Luis Fonzi and, Fonse! and Despacito. Can I try again? Yeah, 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 yeah. Brendan! <laughs> Welcome to One Down, the Comedy Crossword Podcast. My name is Brendan Ayer. I'm here, of course, uh, with Greg Warren. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, uh, what would really be some help to us is if you could rate it, you could review it, and you could subscribe to it. All of those things take less than a minute, and we'd sure appreciate it. Greg, how you doing this week, man? I'm doing well. I'm doing, uh, doing pretty well. Five weeks now mm-hmm. in quarantine, still one of the worst dishwasher loaders in history. I can get about uh, six forks, two plates, a pot, and a glass. It's full. I don't know how, but it's full, man. I, 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 I do dishes. You know, I do about six loads a day. It's, uh, it's not good. Have you considered, because this is absolutely true, when I am... Over uh, when I go through St. Louis when I'm on the road, Greg is often gracious enough to allow me to stay at his place, beautiful place. And Greg, you might not expect it from a guy who never understands a crossword theme, but Greg is actually a fantastic (laughs) cook. Uh, He's a fantastic cook, and he's always cooking stuff for me, and it's wonderful. He's good. Baker, also, you bake cookies with your niece every year, and uh, but I will say. Your dishwasher is almost constantly open. First of all, you're not a dishwasher. Yeah, you're yeah, not a dishwasher closer. You're a keep it open till it's time to wash the dishes type of guy. Scars on my shins to prove that. And there's generally uh, four items in there, and then seventeen to twenty-seven items in your sink waiting for the next round. That's not true. That's not true, man. That's not true. I, I keep it moving. That's just not true. You keep it well. You keep it, but there's four items at a time, is what you're getting in there, and that's about. Yeah, it. I, you know, it's, but I mean, I don't think the sink is that backed up, man. Have Have you considered a YouTube tutorial or maybe a Marie Kondo book? Some sort I don't of, think I'm. I don't think I'm good enough to do a YouTube tutorial on that, Brendan. I don't think I. Y- yes, I, I meant watch one, Greg. I meant oh, watch one. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, maybe I'll take a look at it. They have those, you think? I mean, check the children's section. But I'm was a children's section. What I'm, about you, man? What I'm, about you? I'm similarly having some embarrassing circumstances. You know, it's a, we're under quarantine, and one thing that I think is great that has arisen from this. Obviously, there's a lot of tragedy going on in the world with the coronavirus, but people are feeling this urge to connect with old friends, and it's interesting. And uh, my girlfriend was speaking to a friend who she hadn't talked to in several years, and I happened to be in the other room overhearing their conversation, and 
I could tell the conversation had moved on to her relationship with me. Obviously, this friend, <laughs> they haven't spoken in years, so I'm a new thing to this friend. And, you know, I hear my girlfriend go, yeah, he's great. He's great. He, he, you know, he does. he's a comic. He does this. And uh, there's some silence for a while. And then uh, she goes, I'm not really sure. I think, uh, I think like 6'2". <laughs> and then she she gets off the phone and I go did you just tell your friend I was 62 <laughs> and then she plays it off as if she doesn't have a good understanding of height and thought I was 62 now so for, she <laughs> you you think she was just embarrassed that you're yes, short yeah, yeah yeah and I'm not short I'm I'm 59 which is above the yeah. world average that's you know five what are eight, you what maybe? are you Greg 6 6 even or what are you no I'm I'm 58 and a half and I think I'm taller than you you're not taller than me cuz I'm exactly 59 measured uh by the doctor exactly 59 uh oh oh it's a doctor Sorry, yeah man. so she, so she's trying to play it off not that she lied to her friend to impress her friend with my height that just she thought I am 62 this entire oh, no, time oh no no I thought yeah thought you were thought you were 62 <laughs> and uh, t- uh, uh hispanic and, yeah uh, <laughs> but <laughs> A blonde Hispanic with chiseled abs. <laughs> You're not any of those things? That's weird. I still love you. It's fine. But this was an interesting week, crossword-wise. We got beef with shorts, man. A lot this, of beef. A lot of beef. This, man. And we'll get into it, but the difficulty levels, for those of you that are newer to crosswords or maybe even not a crossword person, because we have been getting feedback that this is being listened to by people that don't even like crosswords. If you're not a crossword person, this is generally how it goes. The difficulty increases Monday through Saturday, and then Sunday is just bigger than everything else, but it's not harder. It's generally about a Thursday, between a Wednesday and Thursday level difficulty, sometimes harder. Mm. This this week was all over the place, man. It was the Wednesday and the Thursday, Greg, were two the were not Wednesday and Thursday puzzles. Not at all, man. That Wednesday was a Saturday. It was, a, it was yes. damn near a Saturday. Uh, no, and that and Thursday was a Saturday. Th- we had about five Saturdays and a Monday this week. The Thursday was, let me t- tell you, at a different day. Okay, something yeah, beyond yeah. Saturday because the Thursday yeah. was was almost impossible. <laughs> uh, the Super Saturday, you're saying? Yeah, at a Super Saturday there. But let's 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 start on Monday, April thirteenth. This was a Kalish. I don't like to toot my own horn, Greg, but I think I set a close to a Monday time record for myself. I did it did it in six sixteen, which I was pretty Whoa. proud of. Yeah, I was pretty zoomed through that. The, the theme seemed to be uh, an increasing flow of water, basically. So you had uh, these four answers that were trickle down, streamline, river dance. And flood lights, so you went trickle, stream, river, flood. So you know I didn't that, uh, didn't pick up on that. You never do. You yeah, never I, do. It is. It's kind of cool now. It's yeah. not. Yeah, it's pretty cool now that uh, you have uh, someone explain it to you. Forty across, mindless card game, war. What? <laughs> <laughs> I almost flipped my <laughs> lid on this. Thing. Are you kidding me? There is a lot of strategy, a lot of gamesmanship in war. It's just people don't know how to play war, the, all right? Evan Kalish 
is some kind of war idiot. Okay. Yeah. Because I'd this, like to. I'd like to play Evan in war. I'll tell you that. Yeah. You think you think in between matches, uh, uh, Bobby Fisher was practicing chess? No, he was sharpening sharpening his mind with a harder game. War, war, war. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, Fisher uh, beat the Russian in war. I think at one point. <laughs> yeah, it was big and it was not televised. And I think the I think the Russian beat the computer in war at one point. And that's tough. That is yeah, tough. You, you, real tough to beat the computer in war. Yeah. Now, forty nine across. And this is a word that maybe we got to consider adding to our bonefish grill list if it's not already on there. It may already be on there, but very long stretches of time. And of course, it's eons or eons. Yes. Uh, is that the bonefish grill? Oh, man, no. that's. Dang is, it. That, is that the Sorry. Monday clue of the week? <laughs> that's the Monday clue of the week. That is not the Monday clue of the week. It's oh. not easy enough. <laughs> oh, false Monday clue of the week, man. man. This podcast is just going off the d- I'm sorry. I apologize to the listeners. I apologize to my uh, my partner Brendan. What I meant to say was <laughs> yeah. the bonefish grill uh, girl's bicycle horn has honked again. Uh, now eons or eon comes up all the time. So I decided, Greg, let me look this up. Let me figure out what an eon is. Right? A lot of time. Uh, well, here's the problem with Eon. There are two definitions of Eon. Uh, okay. Definition one, a very long, unspecified period of time. De- definition two, in astronomy, a billion years. Those are two very, very different. different. Very different. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. oh man, I we were going out to a restaurant. And I took a eon for my girlfriend to get ready. Well, a uh, billion uh, years. No, your man. Definition took one. A billion Greg. years. <laughs> definition a, one. Greg. Oh, oh. So just a long time. <laughs> a long, Sorry. unspecified period of time. Yes. Exactly. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, as well as having uh, not a clear definition, the word does not have a clear spelling. Because I've seen it on this puzzle with A-E-O-N-S several times. Absolutely. And I don't know. I haven't done the research. That might be an entirely different span of time. Oh, that's six billion years. (laughs) Uh, And here's the thing, Brendan. If you look at this puzzle, right next to it is the word czar, which has about 17 different spellings. They've got to just choose one way of spelling czar and stick to it. Yeah. They've, They've got S... Uh, or T S A R T S A R and C Z A R A R and that's just so far. You don't know what these guys are capable of. No, you don't. Kalish Kalish could you know Kalish could spell it with a a seven. You know I, you know you know who who knows. Now twenty four down is some diagnostic scans for short. Those are MRIs. I have yeah. I have never had an MRI. You've had an MRI, right? Several, several, several. It's uh, whoever invented that machine, Brendan. Sick person. Sick person. What, what's it like? What, I, well, here, I, it scares here's how me. I think the meeting went when they had that machine. They were like, all right, we got this new machine. Now the people that are going to be using it, they're going to be injured. So they'll be nervous. They're also going to be claustrophobic because we are shoving them in a tube 
So the way that we should put them at ease is to make this thing sound like they're being riddled with machine gun fire. You're in there, it's quiet, and then you hear... How you doing in there? I think I'm hit! Hey, man, I'm not quite... Anxious enough. Uh, is there any way you could add the sounds of a World War II Gatling gun? Uh, <laughs> 14 across, large Starbucks order. Of course, that's Venti. Brendan, you're a Starbucks vet. We've talked about that before. You spent a lot of time there. You were a good Starbucks employee, from what I understand. What size would you say was the most frequently purchased size at Starbucks? At my Starbucks, honestly, a grande. Grande, which is basically a, a medium, A medium, right? yep, absolutely. Were you in the business when they had moved to Trenta, or was it just no, Vente was, I was the biggest? that was prior to me. Were I still there, I don't think that would have gone through. What do you mean? I would have put my foot down. So you're saying you had the ability to change policy at Starbucks? Well, I did invent the frappuccino with the pastry added into the actual blender. Well, you invented it. You invented a Starbucks item. Well, yes. So uh, a vanilla bean frappuccino, if you don't know, uh, is basically a vanilla milkshake. Now, I invented a thing where you take a piece of the reduced fat blueberry coffee cake <laughs> and you put it into that milkshake. Now, right? it was so good that this thing was flying off the shelves. Uh, right. they, people started ordering it at other Starbucks in the area. <laughs> and then uh, the district manager sent out a memo to all the managers, because you're, you're very much not allowed, it turns out, to invent menu items. <laughs> and the district manager sent out a memo to all the managers, so we had a store meeting and said, has anyone been selling an item that is a piece of blueberry coffee cake <laughs> in a vanilla bean frappuccino. And I said, you mean the blueberry coffee cake vanilla bean frappuccino? Yeah, I've been selling it, and I've been selling a hell of a lot of it. Uh, and they put the kibosh on that pretty quickly, Greg. See, that is man, that really disappoints me, and it surprises me about Starbucks, because th that's the sort of entrepreneurship I, I had a Tough one with uh, no tough move time on. With, always, it was close enough, man. Tough move time on. with that word. I've move always on. had a tough time with that no. word. It's a terrible word. Entrepreneurship. Uh, that's the kind of thing that you want from your employees, but they squashed it. You would you would have been an asset to Starbucks. Well, what I expected to see, and this did not occur, so it turned out I was just in the wrong. But I thought they were going to squash it, then re-release it themselves ah, a couple months then, later, and then say, "Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, their own idea." Claim it as yeah. their own, but uh, yeah. and I had my lawyer all set to go. But now, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, six, six, uh, I believe this is six across. Um, I, I didn't write it on my thing. Uh, it could be six down. Let me open up my thing. This was no, the, you. T I, I got my. You tell me what it is, man. I'll let you know. Uh, yeah, it's a six down element discovered by Marie and uh, Pierre. Curie, this uh, Curie, yeah, Madame Curie. Uh, this was, of yeah. course, radium. Now, yeah. Marie died uh, of radiation, radiation right? exposure um, because yeah. they didn't really know the um, 
dangerous at the time. They didn't know the precautions to take. In fact, many of her like most vital research papers, Greg, to this day still need to be handled or studied with protective equipment on because they're so radioactive. Now, That's not true, is yeah, it? Yeah, I swear to God. Yes, yes, absolutely. Really? 100% true, yes. Now, Pierre also died of exposure it was a, a very interesting a different kind of exposure do you know what that is no he was exposed to uh being run over by a horse okay that's <laughs> a a very different kind of exposure. Yes, yeah. equally dangerous, it turns and, out. And, and, and no more pleasant than, uh, <laughs> radiation poisoning. Possibly worse. Yes, possibly worse. That's the uh, Brendan Air moment of morbidity. <laughs> we usually have one on this podcast. Uh, he, uh, he, he goes a little dark sometimes. 25 across, team pulling a plow. Of course, that's oxen. Yes. And that's a team, right? A team of oxen, yes. Right. Yet, what major sports franchise is called the Oxen? None. 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 And they're teams, Brendan. They're all sports teams, yet none of them are called Oxen. That's ridiculous. That, yeah. I've never thought of it that way, and that's ridiculous. And I'll, I'll, I'll top you on that, Greg, and piggyback off that. Nobody's called Oxen. But we got about almost 20 professional sports teams named after birds. And nobody's. A lot of birds out there. Yeah. yeah a, lot a lot of birds. birds. My favorite sports team is, is well, the Well, of course, Cardinals. the Cardinals. Yeah. You got the Cardinals, the Penguins, the, Blue Jays. the Ducks, the Blue Jays, the Orioles, the, the um, Falcons, the Seahawks, uh, the yeah. Hawks. And not one oxen team. Not there's- one oxen. If there's a new team somewhere, an expansion team, I'm begging you, call them the Oxen. They're strong, steady, reliable. Yes, yes, man. Who doesn't? Merchandise would be through the roof, I think. Yeah. You could sell yokes and stuff like that. What, hey man, what are you wearing? What do you mean? What am I wearing? It's for the it's, it's for the Ann Arbor oxen. It's a yoke. It's a yoke. I'm trying to find another guy to stand next to me, but until then, I'll wear it alone. Uh, let's uh, let's go to Tuesday, buddy. Uh, Tuesday, April fourteenth. This was a Joe Hansen. This is a theme. Was just fingers. Basically, you had these shaded boxes as part of down answers that contained every finger on the hand. So you had middle of the road, thumb, war, body mass index, little Eva, and boxing ring. Taking care of all five fingers. So Got them good, all. Got them all. Good work, Hanson. Didn't miss a single one. Uh, 35 down Venetian blind part. That is a slat. Venetian blinds, those go uh, horizontal. Did you know that, Brendan? Yes, those are the ones that, that, that sort of hang down with the slats. Yes, I do know those. Do you think there's anybody in Venice that has vertical blinds? <sighs> I've never been to Venice. I would venture to say no. 
I, I think it's against the law. Yeah. It, is that because now- Hey, what are you doing? These are supposed to go across. These are up and down. No up and down. No up and down blinds. Eh? That's, that's, uh, you're, you're fine. You're fine. 7,000 lira. No, no up and down. You got to cross. What you think this is? What you think this is, Florence? I'm laughing so hard at your accent and concept wait, wait. because I don't understand why. I don't quite follow why the Venetians would frown upon horizontal blinds. But they're not Venetian blinds. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> hey, I Cross, cross. Uh, next thing you know, you're going to be wanting to drive a car with roads, okay? <laughs> we do, we do water here. Boats, boats, yes. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me, Greg. Uh, I don't either. It's a dead-on dead Italian accent. I don't know what. <laughs> 24 cross, pre- preserved as pastrami, and that's cured. Yeah, Greg, I, I didn't, I didn't even know the pastrami was sick. You, no, Brennan, it's uh, cured as a different meaning. Is it's, it's, it's got a couple of different meanings. Uh, you'll find that with some words. Uh, we do a word podcast, so it's a little late for for you to get that. But you know, cured is it's it has to do with I think uh, brining, salting, maybe well, well, seasoning that's- the meat. That is unfortunate for you because I have uh, written several other bad lunch meat jokes. Hey, Greg, uh, what happened to the turkey's golf shot? Uh, what, what was that? It was sliced. Nice, nice, yeah. gold. Uh, well, uh, a, <laughs> give that an A. Why was the cheese lonely? I, I I don't know, cause he was always provolone. Oh boy, I, I gotta go C minus on that one. <laughs> what do you say to the cheap sandwich that's lying? Uh, you what do you say to the cheap sandwich that's lying? Um, I don't know. Hey man, you're full of baloney. Nice, nice. That guy, yeah, you rebounded there. A plus on that one. Great, you got the- about a B plus average here. <laughs> Great, those are those are my three uh, lunch bad lunch meat jokes. What was the what was the cheese one? Because uh, he was always provolone alone. You know, it, I should have figured why, out. Why some- wouldn't Why wouldn't it be? He he was a craft single. Man, that's better. I think it's better. It's way better. It's way I, I, better. I don't want to. I don't want to one up you or anything like that. No, you did, and and I can't be mad because you did. The podcast is called One Down, but I just got one upped. I no, I, 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 I am not a one upper, man. I, no, I'm you're sorry. not. You're not a known one upper. I'll tell you that. No. But when you one up me with good intentions, I'll give you the credit. And the craft single would have been the right proper punchline for that joke, unless I could have thought of a way to work the prove part of alone into there as a double yeah. pun, you know? But I just, I didn't know what prove sounded like. Given the time, I know you could do it. 41 down, hand-to-hand combat. The answer is thumb war. Those are, th- uh, that's a thing of the past right there. 
thumb work. You're not going to find many of those anymore, huh? Well, I mean, maybe with some protective gloves, but I, I don't see many thumb wars going on. Oh, oh, you're the, talking about during coronavirus. No, yeah, especially. I, I'm saying during and after. I, I, that's, from what I understand, that's how it started. Well, especially. <laughs> That's how it. That's how it. Yeah. One yeah. guy ate a bat and then did a did a thumb he war. A thumb war with a bat. I don't know if a lot of people know that bats do have thumbs. Uh, well, one thing that's going to drastically increase is your spontaneous street thumb war challenges. You know, you're not going to get those with strangers. You might no, get no. your thumb, and those have always been a staple. Uh, you know, of of city living is you're walking yeah. down the street. Yeah. You well, you live it. right in the, in Brooklyn. That's kind of how a lot of decisions get. Oh, made, right? absolutely. A guy a guy gives me a dirty look. I say, Hey, buddy, one, two, three, four. I challenge you to a thumb war. And how many uh, of them back down? <laughs> a lot. Okay. When yes, they, when, thought, they yeah. when they <laughs> when they see these when they see these little stubby sausages of thumbs I'm rocking, <laughs> they they know they've got nothing on me. <laughs> now, uh, twenty three across actor Efron. This is uh, Zach, of course. Zach Efron. Uh, I got a great Zach Efron story. Uh, really? Yeah. When I I did Adam Devine's house party, the show on Comedy Central. Yep. In uh, and it was they were nice enough to fly me out to Hawaii. And the reason they did it in Hawaii was because Adam Devine wanted to do it uh, at this resort in Hawaii, where he stayed when he was filming a movie with Zach Efron. I can't oh, remember yeah. the name yeah. of the movie. It was that they were kind of wedding dates. Zach and Zach and Mike go to the wedding. Yeah, or something, something like that. Like that. And yeah. uh, he really, Adam Devine really liked the resort and liked Hawaii, so he wanted to stay there. So I lucked out on that because I got flown to Hawaii to do five minutes of stand up. But so and you killed it on that. Man. Yeah, you it was a fun show. That was a fun. Uh, but so he tells me this story about because you know it's interesting when you talk to a celebrity about a guy who's a way bigger celebrity you know what i mean like adam divine is fame pitch pitch perfect made him famous and he's recognizable everywhere he goes modern but family yeah. but zach efron is like you know he's a megastar and right and, and so adam divine was telling me he said how great like his life is just so crazy and he has this uh bodyguard that is uh, formerly israeli special forces and so one day, Zach Efron, you know, he's up in his penthouse or wherever he's staying in this resort. And a paparazzi has a drone up there uh, filming him through his window. Uh, one of those little drones with the camera on it. And he comes and he lands it and the paparazzi uh, goes away in a car. And this Israeli, former Israeli commando uh, uh, t t takes... Uh, commandeers someone's motorcycle. <laughs> it's not his motorcycle. He takes someone else's motorcycle from the front of the hotel. Just someone pulls up to the hotel, and this Israeli commando goes, 
I need that. <laughs> and gets on <laughs> a motorcycle and chases through the through the windy roads of the North Shore of Oahu, <laughs> cuts off this paparazzi's car in the middle of the road, comes up to the window, doesn't say anything to the guy, opens the back seat, takes the drone, and smashes it on the ground. <laughs> comes back to the resort and goes... Here is your motorcycle back. <laughs> <laughs> that guy needs a bonus, man. Yeah, that guy. That guy needs a bonus. And he's guarding Adam. Dev- Who do you think's guarding Ephron? Or no, Efron? no, no. He's guarding Zach Ephron. That oh, was Adam Devine. Uh, no, no. Okay. Adam doesn't need a bodyguard. Adam, oh, I got you. This okay. was this was Zach Ephron's. Uh, I see bodyguard. I see, yeah. yeah, that's that's the level of fame Zach Ephron's at, where he's got a Devine didn't get one of those guys. No, I don't think he really needs one. You know, he's pretty. Under the radar, he's and he's right. nicest guy in the world. So it's like you know, people bother him and he doesn't mind really. From oh, just, that's fantastic! Man. Says hello. Um, that's a good story, buddy. I can't one up that one. That's for sure. No, no. Well, yeah, God knows you would try. That's it. I'm not that guy, man. Uh, Thirty six down. The locomotion singer, nineteen sixty two. That was Little Eva. Little Eva was the babysitter for Carol King and Gary Coffin, who were married, and they wrote that song. And they're like, we should just have our babysitter sing it. Wow. Is that true? It's true. Yeah, yeah. Now, Grand Funk Railroad covered that song later on in the 80s or 70s, and knowing what I know about the railroad, I don't think those guys were babysitting for anybody. But uh... <laughs> No, I don't think so. Uh, hey, uh Timmy, we're going to the movies. Uh, I'd like to introduce you to uh, uh, y- your your uh, your new babysitter, the entirety of Grand <laughs> Funk Railroad. Where's the whiskey, brother? <laughs> yeah. You're old enough to drink, right, Timmy? He's he's nine. No, 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 Grand Funk. You can't do that. <laughs> Oh, that's good, man. That's funny. That's interesting. But I imagine she got the babysitter gig because she was in the industry in some way or something. That seems kind of Again, Brendan, this podcast is not about depth of research. We just, uh, we skim the surface. Okay, well, we got got to keep it moving. I think Wednesday, April 15th, this is where things started to get hard. This was a John Clark Levine and a Jeff Chen. Interestingly enough... John Clark Levine, I should mention, his name is John Dash Clark, last name Levine. You don't get a lot of hyphenated first names, maybe with women like Mary Lou, but that's an interesting move there. Mary Lou's not hyphenated, though, is it? It's just two words. I think it can be, not often, but it could be. It could be. But John Dash Clark is the man's first name. This was a a serious argument between a mother and father about whether to name the kid John or Clark. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and th- originally it was a it was a backslash, and they uh, John Clark changed that because it just was for too unorthodox. The theme right, was right. anagrams uh, in shaded squares that mirror, mirrored each other on each side of the puzzle. Uh, so you had Griffin and Riffing. You had right. em- Emanate and Manatee holds out Old South Athens and the NSA. And I will say, Greg, because this was a hard puzzle this was no this was no wednesday this was was not a wednesday not a wednesday that theme uh once i figured it out proved to be very very helpful 
Um, oh, it was really helpful. Yeah, it was, it was, it was head to toe was the theme because that's uh, – Really hard to explain, but yeah, uh, the way they, they sort of shift, that's how you get the Yeah, well, basically- you take all, the bottom letter- y- Yes. And then you put it on top and slot everything down, and that gives you the answer. But I, uh, Michael Clark Duncan or whoever and Jeff Chen need to learn what a Wednesday is. This is no Wednesday. It's this no Wednesday. A it's just, it's a fr- I got it. I barely got it. I, but I do think, you know, we should probably t- talk right now. I, I wound up going five for seven. I missed this one, and I missed the Sunday- Barely. No, I missed Thursday. I'm sorry. I missed Thursday and I missed a Sunday. And I think the reason I didn't go clean was because this one wore me down. I spent so much energy on on finishing a Wednesday that I just didn't have it in me to, to finish the rest of the week. I went I went five for seven. What about you? I went uh, six for seven. The Thursday busted me out. Hardest Thursday possibly of all time. But I will say it was my own fault, and we'll get there when we get to okay. Thursday. It was my own darn fault, Greg. It's good I, to see you take responsibility. I, I could have got it. I do say it was too hard for a Thursday, but I also, I'll admit, I, it was within my grasp, and I blew it. I blew it uh, for a reason we'll get to at that time. But how, 48 across on Wednesday, she said... Quote, little boy going to make you a man, end quote, in a kink song. And that's Lola. Lola. Lola was a man, right? Yes. Now, this song just always fascinates me for several reasons. First of all, so far ahead of its time. This came out in 1970. It's talking about a a, a trans person in 1970 and was a huge hit. Nobody had a problem with it. It was a huge hit. Uh, Well, they did rhyme Lola with Coca-Cola, I believe, and... uh that, that's that's how you made a song back those days. Well, the, first, oh, you're saying that rhyme scheme was too easy? No, I'm saying it was it was a, an effective rhyme scheme, and you, you know, sort of it's a poppy song. You, you you rhyme Lola and Cola, you're gonna have a hit. Yeah, that's true. Well, here's the problem. The, what's funny is that song was banned in a lot of places, and people are going, "Yeah, you should you should ban that song about a a, a, a man uh, uh, being seduced by a a, a a man who thinks he's a woman." And it's like, "No, man, that's not why we're banning it. Uh, they use the they use Coca Cola. That's uh oh really? I stole yes. your thunder on that one, man. Sorry. No, yeah. no, no. It's okay. But so that's, that's a, the reason is yeah, is, is it was Coca-Cola. banned in a lot of places. That's why if you listen to the song, depending on what version of the song. You have the if you have the original version, it's Coca Cola, but in most versions that you'll hear, it's Cherry Cola. Oh, you're right, you're right. Here, I'll tell you what the, the fix on that should have been. I guarantee RC Cola would have let them have it. Oh, they wouldn't have cared with, but see, that wouldn't RC. Uh, wait, so what the line is Coca Cola. RC Cole, RC would have worked. Should have gone. Would have worked. RC. It would have worked, man. RC would have been happy. RC would have They needed a, the press at that time. They would have sent them a case of RC Cola. <laughs> they would have. They would have, man. They would have. And the other uh, thing I love about this song is Ray Davies, the songwriter for the Kinks. Uh, um, he was willing to go as far as being sort of nearly seduced by Lola. But he makes clear, he makes clear by the end of the song, there's a line, well, I almost fell for my Lola. He, he did not go home with her. Oh, he didn't. No, okay. he didn't. But he definitely did. 
That's yeah. the th- you read the song and you're like you were you're covering you're covering for something here, Ray. You went home with her and it's fine, okay? Yeah, he's because he's in love with this Lola. It's 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 an endlessly fascinating song. Maybe not as humorous as a uh, as I thought it might be, but uh, oh, I think it's fa- very interesting. Yes, uh, uh, the, the Coca Cola thing is uh, fascinating. Uh, Fifty eight across. Astronomers STD. The answer is GST. I guess I didn't know that uh, astronomers got a uh, specific kind of an STD. I, a GST. I'm uh, assuming that stands for gonorrhea, space time. I don't know. Yeah, Greg, I was in a similar situation to you. I kept trying to write in space herpes, uh, <laughs> and it didn't. Fit. It didn't fit. Uh, but yeah, I was confused by that. And I, I, in in all in being earnest, I still don't quite know what. No, I, neither do I. I don't, uh, and I didn't look it up. Something. Th- and I'm not gonna. I'm if not it gonna. really vexes me, I'll look it up. But t- some things, I'm just like, all right. Whatever. I'm willing to to lay low on yeah. that one. Uh, I, I want to go to two down. Mythical beast, half lion, half eagle. That is a griffin. Yes, Brendan. Do you think? Because whenever they have these mythical beasts, they're always half something, half something else. They can't always get it perfect, right? There's got to be ones like, yeah, uh, no, he's, ma'am, your uh, your son is six uh, percent eagle. And ninety four percent lion. Oh God, doctor! Oh God! <laughs> just, just give it to me straight. Which part of him is eagle? Which part of him is eagle? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's he's got one talon. That's it. He's got oh, one talon, and the rest, the I, rest are lion paws. I didn't yeah. want it to be the feet. I didn't want it to be the feet. <laughs> Don't tell his father. Don't tell his father. He's going to know I slept with a full-blooded lion. <laughs> the, six, 64 down was the, the second part of the sign of the cross symbolically. That is sun. Yeah. Now, Greg, you're not Catholic, correct? Nope. Uh, I am. I, I'm non-practicing, but I was baptized Catholic. Now, do you know how bad Catholics remember the proper way to do the sign of the cross? Uh, I don't. I have a feeling this is going to lose us a lot of our Catholic listeners. But it will ahead. not, because Catholic people embrace this. It's it's known in Catholic schools, but it's a very easy way to remember the correct way to do the sign of the cross. Spectacles, testicles, wallet, watch. That's what you go. You go head, chest, your wallet side, so your right side, and then your watch side, so your left side. Spectacles, testicles, wallet, watch. That's how we remember. chest. Well, yeah, you don't go all the way down. They just mean towards that area. You don't all. You don't keep you. There's. They're giving the general directions, Greg. They're giving general directions. You also don't keep your uh, wallet uh, on the I right wish you side of your chest. Told my friend Carlos that man. He <laughs> gave himself a testicular torsion, and uh, and he's not, not Catholic welcome. anymore because of that. And he's not welcome back at mass. <laughs> Yeah, that, we gotta we gotta move on, buddy. We, we do are, have to uh, move, man. There's uh okay, Thursday, April sixteenth. This was an Alan Armsfeld Arbsfeld. And you know what, Alan? 
You beat me. You beat yeah, me. Yeah, you beat me too, Alan. You beat me. Uh, Straight up. And I don't. I, that's that's it, man. It was too hard. I lost by two letters, Greg. And you know what I did? And it, I can never give you grief for this again. I missed a key part of the theme. That's what wow. I did, and that killed it for me. The, oh, drop the uh, drop the dro- drop uh, me a me, line. Yeah, the, drop me a line. So yeah, you drop me down a line yes, in the middle. Yes. So it, you had uh, kiss me, Kate, but me was below the kiss and the Kate, and uh, I had a couple other ones. Uh, hand me down. Thank me later. So what thank I thank me did, later. Now, how is help me, Rhonda? Not in this. I don't know. Oh yeah, that would have been huge. What I did was all I garnered was the drop me. I just thought kiss. We're getting rid of the me's. I didn't even realize we were dropping. Took me a while on that one too. And th- if I would have known that, I would have finished because the one that busted me where I was wrong was on the uh, biblical one that said uh, the 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 Ten Commandments clue. Yeah, I got. I didn't get this one either. What the the Ten Commandments talk about spices? Yeah, that's the thing. I didn't because I didn't realize the drop me down. So it was repeated word in the Ten Commandments, and it was time as in the spice. What I didn't realize was when you drop the me down, it's you're supposed to ignore the meat oh, part of it. Oh, so it's, so it's thigh. thigh. Yes. Thigh. Well, that's the same with, they had blank na-na. It's not shame na-na. It's sha-na-na. Sha-na-na. I and get it's it not, now. And denial of responsibility is not no time. It's not I. So that's what, but I, I just blew it, man. I blew it. And I just, that's what I missed. I missed the Y and the M in in time. And that, so oh, I've, I've denied a lot of responsibility saying no time. Well, yeah, that see, that's what confused me. So, see, I thought that was a, a, a legitimate denial of responsibility, and so then I go, well, shame na-na must just be something I don't know. So I, right. I that's why I missed the darn thing, and I feel like an idiot, and I could have got it. I could have got it, and that would have that would have been great. Yeah, it was a tough puzzle. I, I, I don't feel that was a fair puzzle. I don't know if it was. Eh, maybe it was. Now that you explain that, you're not supposed to use the – me part of it maybe i would have got it i well, don't know I, it, I, I in situ beat me too i didn't get in situ well here's and, the uh, thing greg i think it was a fair puzzle i don't think it was a, a thursday puzzle and yeah, yeah it was a saturday it was they, again they had nine saturdays it was yeah it, this was uh it was not fair um it, and that's not on that's not on arbsfeld that's on shorts arbsfeld just submits the puzzle shorts puts it where it belongs that you're saying you don't shorts. think shorts says you uh, give me a, a Thursday. He I really says, don't. Just, just- no, I think I think you submit a puzzle and Shorts decides the degree of difficulty. Now I don't uh, know about shoot that. Us, uh, so sh- if you have any insight onto that, shoot us a DM, uh, please, on Twitter or on Instagram at One Down Podcast. Shoot us a DM if you know. Does Shorts specifically? Do you turn in a puzzle as a? This is a Thursday. This is a Wednesday. Or the sh- is short slotting them in where he believes they go. We're finally going to uh, uh, hear from Shorts. I think this is when we'll finally figure out whether he listens to our podcast or not. Yes. Uh, now, 13 down, Greg. Little bit of personality. This is a tick. Yeah. Try, try telling that to a person with Tourette's. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, personality. Oh, yeah. that's what you're calling this. Yeah, yeah. Personality. Steve, Steve's got this uh, little personality quirk where he yells the <laughs> f word in the grocery store. <laughs> It's this charming little uh, personality trait of his. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, let's, let's go to Friday, man. Let's go to Friday. <laughs> All right. Uh, Friday, April 17th. This was a Robin Weintraub. Now, let me tell you, Greg, here's the thing. This Friday essentially should have been the Wednesday, I think. It, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy. I thought it was easier than that Wednesday. It wasn't Wednesday easy. I think it, would, it was It was easier than the Wednesday and the Thursday, but it wasn't Wednesday easy. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That is true. This was just a difficult week. This is a difficult week. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, the thing is, I guess he's still, oh, everybody's at home. They got a little extra time. Let's just hammer them. I don't think that's the way you play it. No, Shorts. I don't think so either. I don't like it at all. Seven down, noted characteristic of a corpse flower. That's odor. And uh, I think that probably raised some uh, red flags for, 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 for the scientist that named that when they discovered so, it and goes, Scientist? Hey, uh, hey uh, I, think, uh, I think we ought to, this thing smells a lot like a uh, uh, rotting corpse. How, yeah, how raise do you, some flags for that scientist. How do you think? Uh, how do you think my prom date felt junior year? <laughs> I've got. I you. go to some florist. He gives me a break on this flower. I didn't have a lot of money back then. I got a nice, a giant co- wrist corsage, and uh, it was a disaster. Brendan, <laughs> does this? Does this? Uh, 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 under under the moon winter formal smell like a rotting body to anyone else <laughs> no just shut no, shut up nobody smell my dates corsage everyone shut up nothing smells like anything <laughs> uh, 39 uh, uh, it's palindromic a uh, palindromic animal and the answer is you eue of course they use this term all the time uh, I, I don't, they should just say animal because if there's going to be an animal, it's going to be a you, no other animals make it into the crossword puzzle ever. It's just, they're overusing you. They've got to though, because they need those two E's. They- no, they don't you get, get a little more creative. Okay. I could have put, I could have put tiger in here easily. <laughs> you easily could have fit Tiger into a three-letter answer. Yeah, yeah, I could do it. I could do it. I believe it, man. I believe it. Yeah, they do. They lean on you heavy. They lean on you heavy. You is more useful in a crossword than it is as an animal. Oh, frankly. yeah, yeah. What yeah. is anyone doing with use anymore? Goat's milk? Uh, is that what that yeah, is? Yeah, I think on uh, I think on Sunday they're milking them. I'm not sure. Uh, now, 43 across, they had uh, fermented feed. That's silage. Now, you you yeah. know, you know more about farm stuff than I do. A little bit. They're getting these cows drunk, Greg. Uh, I, you know, I wasn't aware of that. I, you know, I, I went out and interviewed some farmers for a project, but I didn't, we didn't get into drunk cows. Yeah. Um, Ferment. That's what ferment means, right? I think so. It's alcohol. Yeah. That's right. I I had no idea. Well, good for those cows, but I mean, you get, you're going to get some, you know, 
Uh, you know, you know, you know, Larry. <laughs> I, I, I'm sick. Of, I'm sick of being looked at as a just a a piece of meat. They just look at me like I'm a piece of meat, and more than that, I'm more than that, Larry. That uh, man, that's the best cow impression I've ever heard, Brendan. <laughs> is that I, a good I, drunk cow? For a, for a second, for a second, I was like, is there a drunk cow in this room with me? <laughs> And then I remembered, no, I'm just doing a podcast with Brendan. There's no drunk cow. That, that was a really, you did a deer, you did a, a, a bell deer last uh, last week, and now you're doing a drunk cow. Ding dong. <laughs> yeah, boys. Brendan, what, what, if, what if that uh, uh, deer ever met this cow? Ring a ling a ding dong, Larry. They want to quiet it down. <laughs> yeah, want to keep it down over there? I'm trying to moo. I'm trying to moo. All they ever want for you. Oh, hey, Larry. Why don't you, why don't you say moo? Why don't you, why don't you say moo? Huh? Why don't you say moo for once, uh, Karen? Uh, I don't even know why we're going to continue. Let's, let's keep moving. But, I mean, wow. You can't, we can't top a drunk cow talking to a bell deer. Jeez, oh, Rizzo. 37 across. That's Lucy Blank Hayes, First Lady. The answer is Webb. Uh, that's uh, Lucy Rutherford Hayes. Uh, or Lucy Webb Hayes was married to uh, Rutherford B. Hayes. Yes. And Lucy, uh, you know anything about her? I know nothing about her, and I'm hoping you're going to educate me. Very progressive. Uh, she had the first African-American musician in the White House. Uh, also a big uh, advocate of the temperance movement. Historians referred to her as Lemonade Lucy. Hmm. She wasn't called Lemonade Lucy at the time, but in uh, the, the, retroactively, they called her Lemonade Lucy. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. So she was... Now, when was Rutherford B. Hayes? He was way before Prohibition, right? So He's she, in the 1840s or something like that. Oh, I think. so that, her yeah, temperance yeah. movement didn't quite catch on. Nah, it took a while. It yeah, took, a, took while. a while. 47 down... Home to zero World Cup winners, surprisingly. And that was Asia, and I think you could have dropped the surprisingly. I've never been sitting around going, you mean uh, international soccer powerhouse Cambodia <laughs> has never taken home the cup? Yeah, I, well, there, I mean, I yeah, you know more about soccer. You're a very accomplished soccer player. Uh, yeah, th are they supposed to be good? I think that... Maybe South Korea was good at um, in the women's. Maybe they might have got second. They're getting time. better. They are getting better, but much like the United States, it's not traditional soccer countries. So right, um, you know, it's just yeah. I wasn't to me, surprised. That's not surprising. You know, um, it's not surprising at all. They are getting better. Japan is good. South Korea is good, um, but they're not. They're not traditional soccer countries, so it's not not much of a surprise. But I think I think we got to roll along, right? Do we have? Yeah, to we do. Keep it moving. Saturday, April eighteenth. This was a Ryan McCarty. Way way easier than Wednesday or Thursday. I thought way easier, Greg. Yeah, I, I think I could get behind you on that. I I, I wish you wouldn't say that because it's one of the few Saturdays I've got in a while. So you sort of no, that's not true. You you've been actually banging out Saturdays pretty good. I, th uh, I think. I, I I got it. I got it. Uh, Forty one down, unbroken. 
the answer, of course, is feral. Brendan, you remember that time <laughs> you fed that feral cat in Omaha uh, and uh, the cat kept coming to the condo and you got in trouble with the club owner? No, no, I don't because you did that. <laughs> don't. Oh, this is. Greg has tried to ruin my career with this lie. Uh, the Omaha Funny Bone, of course, one of the most prestigious uh, comedy clubs in the country, managed by uh, a great friend of Greg's and and mine, and just one of the nicest women in comedy, uh, Colleen. Colleen Quinn. Yes, one of the one of the best. And Greg, there were cats. Uh, there was a construction site across from the condo uh, where where I was staying, uh, and there were cats. There were feral cats in the construction site. Uh, both Greg and I. We're a little concerned for these cats because it, 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 I, despite our hardened exteriors, we both have hearts. Greg asked what cats eat because he doesn't know cats. So I told him cat food. Uh, and then This guy's good. He's like Dr. Doolittle. <laughs> I think he speaks to the animals. So then Greg drove to the grocery store on his own. I did not accompany him on his own and put out uh, cat food in a in a in a plate uh, in the garage of the condo. The cats then moved in, uh, which was a problem for uh, the club. They did not want feral cats living in the garage of the condo. What does Greg do? Greg tells Colleen that I entice the cats <laughs> into the condo's garage. And I am fully responsible for the cats now living in the condo's garage. <laughs> and and, uh, and 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 she's convinced you did it. And uh, yeah, and I think you did. Now that I what I do you mean you I think, think you did. I did? You I don't remember <laughs> these details. It's a long time ago. But all I know is at the time I was the headliner. You were the opening act. You're gonna take the hit. Okay, that's the way the world works. <laughs> and I did take the hit. That's yeah. for sure. Uh, now I, I think I remember one. There's something else that happened on that trip. It was like your first time working there, and you were like, "Hey, man, I I don't know what uh, Colleen would think about this. I'm worried she thinks this." And I was like, "Oh yeah, man, don't worry about it. No, nobody's gonna tell her." And then I called Colleen right there. <laughs> I was like, "Hey, Brendan's whining about this." You're like, "Oh, come on, man." <laughs> yeah, it, I can't remember I, what did what, happen. I, I wish I remember the man, specifics about it. That yeah. uh, was a worthless story without either of us. I know with no details. That story sucked. Man. <laughs> yeah, but it is true that did happen. Sixteen across, warn of disaster, and that's to cross. Havoc. I think these days you got to be a little more specific. Havoc! Havoc! Yeah, havoc! Yeah. Havoc! Hark there! I cry havoc! havoc. There I is cry havoc! havoc. What, what is wrong? Can you yeah. just explain to me yeah. what's wrong? <laughs> no. Uh, havoc! Havoc approaches, I say! Havoc! What is it? What? A tornado? A, a rabid dog? What is it? <laughs> now, 45 across, masculine name that sometimes follows Mac. That's Neil. I mean that's a <laughs> that's a that's a man's name. 
I, I don't know. I, 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 I've always <laughs> considered myself very masculine. I've uh, been a, a certified public accountant for several years, and um, I work out at the gym at least three times a week. I, I play chess with my friends, and sometimes we hoist a few beers back. Yeah, see, I, I, Neil, I don't know that I'd, I'd, I'd call you. You're, you're a man. You're a man, that's for sure. I, I am. Just don't I'm know a very that masculine I, man. I, I don't a know name. that I'd say masculine, Neil. Mm-hmm. Well... Uh, your name's not Neil. Mm-hmm. I actually, oh, whoa, hold on. Actually, Greg, can we hold for a second? I'm getting a call that I have to take. Oh, uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, seems, I would Hello? rather you. Hello? <clears throat> yeah. You you saying walking on the moon is not masculine, oh, boy? No. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Who, who, who is it? It's Neil yeah, Armstrong. Yeah, my Brandon. name is Neil Armstrong, and I've walked on the moon, boy. Yeah, man. You trying uh, to come on a podcast and tell me I'm not masculine? I'll punch you in your face, boy. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, apparently Neil Armstrong and Yosemite Sam are <laughs> very similar characters. That's one small step for man, one uh, punch in the face for you, boy. This is a real treat. We had Neil Armstrong on the podcast today. Uh, Let's move it up to Sunday, man. Uh, Sunday, April 19th. This was a a Jack Mowat and Jeff Chen. The title was Of Course, and it was a bunch of golf puns. I'll give you one example. Duffer's Approach Shots. That barely go anywhere, and the answer was microchips. So you had a bunch of those, basically, which is a fun little Sunday theme, you know, a little little punny story told. I got it. Chen got in on two puzzles this week. Chen got in on two puzzles. Answer me this. You think if you do a – is there a per-puzzle rate? For instance, if you're doing a a duo, do you just get half the money? Uh, if you're working with a guy like Agard or Salmers, they're going to get 80% of the dough. Those guys are... Oh, yeah. 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 It's, yeah. Those yeah. guys are experienced. You, you know, they're, they're not rookies. Those guys have earned it, I believe. You don't just come in and get half of uh, Salmers' money or Agard's money. I think, you know, we see Chen paired up a lot. Yeah. I got a theory about that. I think Chen around the office, they call him the fixer. I think they go, look, this this John Clark Levine, the kid's got promise, but he turned in this Wednesday. It's a little sloppy. Bring in Chen. Bring is in that Chen. Right? Yeah, that's I think so. Think, yeah. I think that's why he's getting all these co credits. I say they say bring in Chen, straighten this thing out. I think it's usable, but we need a we need Chen's tr- touch on this thing because you know jack moat when have we heard from him before but that's one theory brendan that's one theory you know what some of the other guys are saying what chen just gloms on you do 90 percent of the work chen gives you one or two words like yeah yeah we both did the puzzle 50 50 no jeff (laughs) you just you just said one you gave me one clue it's you, you know you don't half get the puzzle you gave me one clue and it was you Chen, <laughs> everyone knows to use you. Uh, <laughs> uh, 60 across was showing signs of neglect, and the answer was seedy, which I guess makes yeah, sense. No, 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 no,
that pool hall where they sell heroin in the back room is is really really showing signs of neglect lately. Yeah, yeah, the, exactly. It's that those places started off bad. I think. Yeah, yeah that nobody neglected them. Nobody. Yeah, yeah. We all knew. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that uh, that uh, <laughs> that non-name brand motel near the airport uh, has really gone down in quality lately. <laughs> It wasn't, yeah, yeah. Seventy years ago, maybe it was new, and then they 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 neglected it for you know twenty years, and then for the last fifty, it's been bad. It's been bad the whole time, and it's it, 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 when you say showing neglect, you're assuming that they're gonna fix. They're never gonna fix it, man. No, no, they're not nobody, gonna fix. Nobody that comes place. in and says. No, no angel investor comes into the sleepy <laughs> nights in and goes, you know, I think uh, we probably got to get some of these prostitutes out of here and maybe fix the sign. Uh, I did not get Sunday. Um, and well, it, was I, tough. I struck, it was real hard. I spent three hours on this puzzle and still didn't get it. I had like two problems. That's it's three hours, man. It's uh, it's not good. Um, eh, 47 down. Dance that men do without their shirts on, um, and the answer is hula. And uh, for some reason, I had it as as a uh, hora, which is the uh, the Jewish wedding dance. And I was like, "Yeah, hey, my my cousin is Jewish, and I've been to a lot of those weddings. Those guys, hey, Saul had his shirt on, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah." My uncle Dick had his shirt on. Uh, yeah, my dad's Jewish. He had his shirt on. I, I don't know what the. What, I, yeah. Oh, hula! I got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In fact, if you're doing the hora with your shirt off, uh, somebody's going to ask you to leave the wedding. Uh, you've gone a little too far there. Uh, had a little, little too much uh, Manny Shevitz, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. Uh, 12 down, this would not fly these days, Greg. Blue tune in a white dress. And that's uh, tune as in T-O-O-N. That's Smurfette. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Smurfette. You know, what the, you know what all the rest of the Smurfs were named? Uh, they had their own names, right? Yeah, you got clumsy, grouchy, brainy, hefty, jokey, gutsy, handy, Hardy, it goes on, it goes on. And and she's on. just, uh, and she's, she's just, just girl, girl. Yeah. She's just girl yeah. Smurf. Yeah, would, it is. Yeah, they they were not uh, woke. This the Smurfs. Also, I don't know what was going on in Smurfland. I don't, I don't know what it was called where the Smurfs lived, but uh, you're gonna need more than one woman to to yeah. have a society. I think. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah I, she was the only one they ever talked about, right? She was the only one there, as far as I could tell. So uh, yeah, there there I, weren't a lot of other girl Smurfs. I don't think. No, no. Uh, so that's a problem. I don't really want to know the details of how that was running, but uh, you know. Yeah, I do, man. Let's uh, move on. Well, hundred hundred and thirteen. Uh, no, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, you please. I cut you off. Hundred and thirteen. Something consumed with a cracker. That's a walnut. Brennan, you ever tried to crack a walnut? I have, yeah. I'll it's, tell it's you, it's impossible. And I think here's what you're going to consume: uh, a, a a millimeter piece of walnut and an inch piece of walnut shell. That's what you're going to consume. It's impossible, man. It's really hard. I do it at Christmas. It's whoever's cracking these walnuts because I buy walnuts all the time on 
you know, shelled walnuts, whoever's doing that, they're doing a lot. I hope they're getting paid well. Well, here's the thing is they've invented a walnut cracker, right? Yeah. But like you're saying, you're 100% right, and I've never really thought of this. They've yet to invent uh, the walnut shell only cracker. It cracks the whole thing, Greg. Oh yeah, yeah. They don't. Yeah, and that's that's where actually I I have the patents on this, so it's, it doesn't matter that I, I can discuss it. But yeah, I've been doing a lot of work on that lately. We're, we're I have specialized nut crackers, and uh, we're just looking for some funding. You can DM me for that too. Um, but yeah, See, I, that, I need an angel investor. Yeah. That's huge because all you're doing you you put your walnut in a in a in a nut cracker. You're cracking everything. And you're mashing yeah. it up into one big cracked pile of crack, and uh, yeah. you, you, like you said, your 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 throat's going to be ripped apart by a l- yeah. tiny shred. The hardest shells in the game, by the way. Uh, and so, forget about it. You're absolutely yeah. right. I, I can't believe I missed that one. It's a, it's a infuriating. Uh, ninety uh, ninety. I didn't write this uh, correctly. Either ninety nine down or ninety one down. Like a wonderkind, or I think it's German. That's 99 German. down. That's so, 99 so down. Wunderkind. Wunderkind uh, is German. That's gifted. Now, did you ever see the story of the gifted child, the wunderkind uh, little man Tate? I didn't. I didn't. Oh, so Little Man Tate is a movie, actually with Jodie Foster, where she's, a, I believe, a single mother who has this genius son, uh, you right. know, super genius son. Now, Little Man Tate uh, lived on my hall freshman year of college, and I will tell you this about him. He does not like to be called Little Man Tate. <laughs> you guys did that? I didn't know his name. Was, I just, he, was he? This was after the movie. He was already oh yeah, famous. He was in the movie when he was ten. Okay. No, no, he wasn't famous. He never did anything else. He was he was in college studying who knows what. But he did so not. Did you get good grades in college? I didn't ask him. He didn't like me because I called him Little Man Tate. Yeah, oh, man. Jeez. <laughs> wow. Uh, that uh, he really was. Yeah. 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 This is you, little man Tate. Did you know his name? No. <laughs> that that's the thing. Guy got all mad, but it's like I don't know your name, so I'm calling you little man Tate. If I was in a movie, I'd love to be called it called. I'd like if I was Rufio from Hook, I'd love to be called Rufio. But you know, yeah. this guy didn't appreciate his cinematic exploits. Apparently. Uh, Forty across, tiny insects in a swarm. Those are midges. Uh, and I don't think that's the politically correct term for them. It's uh, it's little bugs, I believe, is what they like to be referred to as. Uh, <laughs> uh, those. Uh, <laughs> hey, look! Hey, look! It's a midge. Look at that little midge. Yeah, yeah you don't say that anymore, Brendan. You don't. You don't say hey, that. Shut no. up, midge. No, 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 no. They don't like that at all, man. What did that guy just call us? That guy just called me a midge? Yeah, I called you a midge, you little midge. Swarm him! Swarm him! Swarm him! It's little bug! It's little bug! (laughs) Uh, We got to wrap up here in a second, but uh, 24 down, that's ankle biter. Yeah. 
And that's a that's a rug rat. Right. And I, I, I do understand that that is a nickname, but if your toddler is going around biting people's <laughs> ankles. And I want to meet that kid. You, that kid's going to be <laughs> you, an MMA fighter. You have got to get that guy into therapy No, ASAP. you don't. Oh. No, you don't. <laughs> Encourage it. That no. kid's going to be an MMA fighter and... and, and it, <laughs> He's, no, he's going to be famous. Yeah, no, he's, you have a psychopath on your hands. Oh my is what God, John! He's, he just he just he bit uh, Uriah Faber's ankles. Is that legal? <laughs> now, Greg, can I can I finish on a on the fifth Brendan's inappropriate? Uh, no, no. Oh man, what? <laughs> Go ahead. This is the fifth Why one of the day. Why do you do this, man? We've said that's not what this podcast is. Well, I'm walking PG-13, we've said. PG-13, and I keep it that way. <laughs> now, uh, 112 across was cool in an uncool way, and that's hep. Yeah. Uh, and you know you know what's even uh, uh, more uncool? If you add C. Chep? At the end. <laughs> Hepatitis C? Yeah, Hep C. Way less I don't cool. Think, I, I, don't think that's, I don't think that's inappropriate. That's a thing that people get, Hep C. I don't think it's inappropriate. Oh, okay. You said 30 things that were way more inappropriate on this podcast than that. That's a, you know, I, it's not particularly funny, but it's appropriate. Pretty it's, funny, uh, I think. Hep C. <laughs> Hep C. Yeah, that's, that's how you wanted to end the podcast? Nope. I think you should come with something better. <laughs> I'm going to come with something. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I apologize. I'm sorry. Usually we uh, we end on a high note. Usually Brendan ends the podcast, but this has been One Down with Greg Warren and Brendan Ayer. Uh, if you could find it in the, in the goodness of your heart, uh, please uh, rate us, review us, and uh, hit that submit button. It really, really helps. It, it, it's not submit. Uh, oh, yeah, it's not submit. It's, uh, what is it? Hit hit that submit button if you can find it, guys. Uh, You will not be able to. But uh, subscribe, subscribe is what I meant to say. Subscribe if if you want to submit, fine. But uh, actually, uh, I submit. This has been one down. One down is hosted by Greg Warren and Brendan Ayer, produced and edited by John Boldwin. Our theme song is written and performed by Henry Phillips. Executive producers Matt Kleinschmidt and Robert Kelly for the Laugh Button Podcast. One down the comedy crossword podcast.